You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. All right. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. What you need to know is that the uh, gentleman, uh, the suspect on the car chase that we were discussing uh, got, I guess... He surrendered to authorities. Correct. But uh, on Crenshaw and 59th, uh, they were able to capture one of the suspects. The other one ran off into a hotel, got onto the roof, but they are now getting him down. So it looks like um, both, it looks like both suspects uh, will be in custody here shortly, but one of them is already in custody. The other one... Uh, they are trying to get him off the roof. Boy, the guy who ran up on the roof, man, he was not going to give up. What did he think he was going to do? Jump from roof to roof like a movie? Yeah. Come on, man. Probably. Yeah. So there you go. So it's uh, it's it's basically uh, at a standstill at the moment. One in custody, one gentleman in custody. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, so I shouldn't say that. One suspect in custody, the other one, uh, they are trying to get him from off the roof of this hotel on Crenshaw and 59th. This motel. Uh, all right. So that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Just the 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, Cappy, let's get back to football. Okay. Let's do it. So give me the football music there. Decash money. So. Ooh, I, I don't know. I, I, I will say this. I just feel like everyone is on this Lions bandwagon. And we're going to do our picks against the spread in the next segment. Everyone is on this Lions bandwagon. And I don't. I just think that the Niners, man, they got Debo back. They're not going to play as poorly as they played last week. Sometimes the the bye is actually a deterrent for some teams because they're out of sync or whatnot. I, I believe this Niners team, I, you've, I've said it all season, I think that they have the best roster arguably in the sport. Um, I think the Ravens are probably the only other team that has a better roster. And I think the Lions... You know, they've played some teams that, you know, they're pretty good, but they're not this good, you know? Like, their quality of opponent has not been that great. And the Lions outdoors, Cappy, I know we went through the numbers yesterday. Their offense suffers a little bit. It's not what it is when it's when it's on turf, particularly when they're at home. So I just don't, I don't know. I just feel like everyone is jumping on this Lions bandwagon because it's like, hey, it's the Cubs winning the World Series. It's just easy when, to me, it just seems like the Niners are clearly the better team. Well, let me give you the opposite perspective, which is this. The Niners are organizationally and historically one of the truly great franchises in the NFL. The Niners have a guy who many people consider to be one of the top coaches in the NFL. The Niners have been a championship contender for the last five, six years. So when you put together the history of the Niner franchise and their most recent success, where they're they're sort of in it every single year, um, we think the Niners are really, really good, and they are. On the other hand, the Lions have been so bad our entire lives. So this is kind of like one year where they've kind of gotten lucky and they've actually gotten to this point. 
But when you really compare the two teams, the Lions are 12-5, and five, the Niners are 12-5. and five. When you look at their offense, and I'm talking about points per game, the Lions score 27 points per game. That's fifth in the league. And for the Niners, they score 29 points per game. That's third in the league. The difference in the stats, though, are that points against. For Detroit, they actually give up quite a few points, 23-plus, and that puts them in the bottom half, 23rd in the NFL. Whereas, here's the big difference. Points against, San Francisco's defense is third. They only give up 17 points. I know I just threw a lot of numbers at you guys. Here's what I'm saying. Even for me who likes numbers. Here's what I'm saying. The offenses are pretty much close, really, really close. The defenses far and away favor San Francisco. But let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Do you think the Lions are better than the Packers? Yeah, but what does that have to do? That's the tra- you're doing. You're gonna use the transitive property because the Niners struggled a little bit with the with the Packers. Well, that, what I'm what I'm getting the at Lions is this. are gonna the, the Lions are gonna beat them. What I'm getting at is this: that the Lions won their division. The Lions were pretty much the second best team in the NFC pretty much the whole year, and Green Bay is in their division. And I just think Detroit is better. So if uh, okay. if Detroit, so wait, so so, so you Detroit, are using the transitive property. I'm saying that I'm taking, and I, we'll get into our picks. But I think the Lions can keep this game close, and it will not surprise me one bit if okay. the Lions win this game. I, I don't think they can keep it that close. Um, here's the one thing the Lions like to do. You know what they like to do on defense? Blitz. Um, mm-hmm. You know who's the number one quarterback versus the blitz this season? I suppose you're going to tell me Brock Purdy. That's correct, young man. I like that you called me young man. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so Brock Purdy had a rough game last week. Um, they were able to get pressure on him, not necessarily always with the blitz, um, although they pressured him with the blitz too, and he struggled a little bit. But throughout a much larger sample size, he was the best quarterback this season against the blitz. So I am going to say Brock Purdy bounces back. I think Debo being healthy helps. I think their defense last week, the Niners, particularly in the first half, um, and in, the, and in the third quarter, struggled. For three quarters, they struggled, I thought. Um, allowed big chunk yards and plays. I don't think that's going to be the case necessarily. And I don't think this Lions team on turf is as good, uh, on grass is as good as they are on turf. So, so that, that whole outdoor on grass thing, um, I put a lot into that also, which is why we did that analysis the other day to find out how many times they played outside on grass and where they were and was there any weather. Not, there's and, not that many. Uh, no, the only example. game we could come up with was really Tampa Bay. They well, play- but they didn't put up a, the, a ton of points against Chicago. Like Chicago, they, their offense was not humming the way it normally hummed. No, Chicago um, put up two really good fights against Detroit this year. Right. And, and Chicago was not really that good of a team. So, the, the, look, again, I go back to perception. You've said from the very beginning of the season, you think San Francisco is the best team in the NFL and you thought they were going to win the Super Bowl. So you have had this San Francisco thing all year long. Detroit, to me, is kind of like the Denver Nuggets in the NBA where they're slowly but surely growing and building. Now, I will admit this to you, George. I'm caught up in the emotion of the Detroit Lions. You caught up in an emotion? I know it seems odd because everybody usually thinks of me as very analytical, okay, very stat-driven. But in this case, I am very caught up in the emotion of the story. If people think this is Lamar Jackson's time, why is this not Jared Goff's time? Why is this not Dan Campbell's time? Why is this not the time for the Detroit Lions? Because they've never been here before, and who knows if they'll ever be here again. Or just the other team is better. Perhaps, but we're all For all, all the reasons I already outlined. 
they're not listen it's not like San Francisco was 12 and 5 and and the Lions just sort of backed in and got lucky No, I'm not saying the Lions are not that I'm I, the Lions are good. The Niners are great. I don't know if the if the Niners are great. Okay. We're about to find out on Sunday, Jack. Yep. How about that? I don't know if they're great. Yeah. So I well, we'll find out with our picks against the spread next segment, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm catching way, up on them still. They're t- the, the picks are going to be tough. I mean, I know I can already tell where you're going, but in the other game Given the way the line has moved, it's it's a tough game to pick. Yeah, I don't think either is actually that tough. No, you you don't think so, huh? You're pretty confident in both. I am, but that doesn't mean bleep. No, it means that you'll probably be fifty percent. Yeah. Doesn't put, mean bleep. You want to put money on that cap? Put money on what? On uh, George's George only getting fifty percent. <laughs> well, why are you are you suggesting that George is going to be a hundred percent? I'm just saying, based on last week's. Well, what was last week? I guess you'll have to wait and find out, huh? Because I know I think I, I was really fifty percent well last, last week. So I know I I was really good last week. I was good the first week. I was not the first week. Yeah, I was four and two the first week. I don't have any idea what I was the first week, but I know what I was last week. And last week I was three and one. Oh, look at you, Cappy Cap. That's right. That's right. Pretty darn good. Pretty, uh, hey, by the way, good. our friend Jovan Buha had a story today about the Lakers. Jovan Buha? Yeah. What's his deal? Darvin Ham, likely safe through the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. You know why that is? Because I told you that, uh, you know, weeks ago. No, that's not why. Oh. Well, first off, they hired him. That's well, why. There's that. Yeah, that's why. Because of what Wendy said. Right. Wait, can we just play, like, the, the exchange here really quick? Just to... Sure. Darvin Ham's footing is very safe. I would remove that as a topic of conversation. There's a lot more going on than that situation. All right, cool. So now all of my Twitter trolls can just stop and leave me alone, and we'll I just wonder play why your that is though. Like, why is that? Why is it that ownership and management loves him oh. so much to say, "Hey, don't worry about it"? Well, first off, they hired him. <laughs> the dramatic pause. Well, that's ex- and that's exactly what Jovan had to say. <laughs> I mean, listen, these, they don't want to look stupid. I mean, that's what they should have said. They hired him, and if they fire him a season and a half in, they look dumb. Yeah. Uh, all right, Cappy, you know what's not dumb? Tell me. Getting down with our friends at Tequila Mandala. That's actually smart as hell, especially on... We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. By the way, Cappy, um, it's been a wild day in the NBA. Luka Doncic has 66 points with five and a half minutes to go in his game. Did you say 60? 66. Hold on a second. Hold on. And Devin Booker has 60 in his game. 
get it. You know, this has been, you're so right. I mean, since the Joel Embiid, um, and was it Carl Anthony Towns? Or no, no, who was it? That, uh, did I yeah, get that Cat right? also had a 60-pointer. Yeah, But his 60-pointer was really bizarre because his team, A, lost, and B, he got benched during that game for just being ridiculous and wild and throwing up shots and not even considering, you know, trying to win the game. He was, it was all about himself. That's crazy, the number of scoring performances that have gone this week. I'm just turning – I just turned it on right now. 131 yeah, is on NBA TV. He's got 67 at the moment with four and change to go. 67 points. For a guy – George, think about this. Earlier in the week – Luca had a fan thrown out for telling him that he, essentially, hey, you're out of shape, get on the treadmill. And then he kind of went back and was like, hey, you know what? I kind of feel really bad about that. Maybe I overreacted. <laughs> wow. 67. How old is Luca? What is he, 24 ish? Uh, Doncic is like 25 or 26. I mean, dude, unbelievable. The 24, scoring, actually. You're right. Yeah. The, tw- the scoring performance. He's going to turn 25 next month. And he just made a brilliant pass, by the way. So it's not just like, hey, it's all about me. Yeah. You know, you've only got a six-point lead with four minutes and change to go. Yeah. Um, and look, I, I think that, you know, it is also the anniversary of Kobe's passing. I think right. all those guys, um, you know, obviously loved Kobe. So I think that even somewhat it's it could be a, a, a tribute, you know, and a, a really cool coincidence, you know, that they're, they loved Kobe so much. And to do it on this day where a lot of people are very sad today, uh, I think brings at least some smiles to some people's faces, you know. It's hard to believe that it's been four years. And you know how, like in life, there are certain moments where you absolutely know every detail of where you were and what you were doing? I I was in New Orleans. I I was doing a game between the Celtics and the Pelicans that day. I had just come from lunch with Mark Jones at Commander Palace. And uh, I was back at the hotel, and all of a sudden my phone just starts going nuts. Um, and I turned on, you know, I looked and I saw all these questions about Kobe and this, that, and the other. And I was like, I turned on the TV and immediately saw what was going on. And I remember crying a little bit in my hotel room, just like, oh my God, like what is happening? You know, and that's, yeah. especially as the story evolved and we found out that Gigi was there and there was other families there and other kids there. It was crazy. I remember exactly where I was. You'll know this. I was driving south on I-95 in Miami. I was in North Miami. I was heading to Miami Beach because, again, four years later, we were um, getting ready for the Super Bowl. And so it was a Sunday, and we were driving to Miami Beach to you know, just prepare everything for the week of the Super Bowl. And I had two buddies of mine in my car, the two guys from the Cappy Cash. You know Alex Padilla and John Browner. Mm-hmm. And, and Browner was in the back seat, and Alex was riding shotgun, both guys hanging on for dear life because my father let me borrow a car that had no brakes in it. And it's popped up on Twitter. And these guys, Alex is a you know lifelong Laker hardcore fan, grew up in Oxnard. Mm-hmm. And Browner, you know my boy Browner is hardcore NBA, watches every game. Mm-hmm. And so the emotion that those two guys were feeling in that moment. And then for me, where it really became difficult was, so I was away and I have three daughters and my, my three daughters were all just like crushed, not because they all grew up like hardcore Kobe fans, but because their, his daughter was with them and they're like, dad, we need you. We need you. And I'm like, I'm, I'm in Miami for the Super Bowl. I know, but we need you. And it was just, it was a killer to not be there to, you know, to be there for them, you know, by the way, yeah. Luca just scored again in 70. He's, he's got 70 line. now. Yeah. I know. This is unbelievable. Yeah. This is he's incredible. 70. 
And I'm with you, George. I don't think it's just some random coincidence. I think that these guys who are pure scorers um, come out looking for this on a night like tonight. You know, they know the significance of what today is. And a lot of people around L.A. obviously feeling it today because people were at the Kobe murals in downtown and other parts of wherever they were, you know, all over Southern California, wherever there was a place to um, pay tribute to Kobe. And then we'll do it all over again on the 8th of February. When they you know make that they put up the statue and we're going to do a broadcast from across the street at the East Central at Nixo, and um, and we'll all celebrate his life that day too. Do you no guys, question about it. Do you and, guys think it's a coincidence that uh, both Devin Booker and Luca have now almost seventy for Booker right points the same night after Luca had the fan ejected in the Booker jersey? Kind of a coincidence. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I also I, I, that one I don't know. I feel like I, I that's a lot of like it's just a fun conspiracy theory. Twists and turns, you know what I mean? Luca just oh man, they've blown like two Luca assists too. He should have a he should have like a triple double um, because they've blown so many of his assists, like wide open layups. Um, I can't believe this week though. You know, you you said it, George. What a, and, and by what the way, we... I I do have actually one more thing to add to that. Luca is also playing as the Hawks, who passed him up. Remember, they traded his rights. And took Trey Young. Yeah, where's DeJounte Murray? Uh, he's right there. He actually just lost the ball, and now Jalen Johnson just got a little runner in the paint. It's a close game. Like, this is a real game. It's yeah. two minutes to go. Yeah, and it's 137-133 Mavs. Oh, wow. You're ahead of me. Again, you're ahead of me. Gosh darn it. Yeah, I'm always ahead of you. So, I got to tell you, man, you're right. When you really think about the week in totality for the NBA, and you yeah. think about the Embiid game, the cat game. Um, now tonight, what's going on? I think Lindsay's right. You know about the Luca thing. Just you know the irony of him, you know, throwing a fan out and then showing up on the TNT show last night as they were making their announcements about the All Stars. And and here he is. And you say the number is right now. He's at seventy. Seventy. Yep. Jeez, it's unbelievable. Twenty four of thirty two. He's do- he's got seventy on thirty two shots, which is insane. I mean, 70 points in on, an NBA wait, basketball game. 70 points is already insane. To do it on 32 shots, that's less than half the amount of... Like, half, like 70 points on 32 shots, that's less than half. You're, how many, you know what uh, I mean? Like that's how, that's how wild threes? to be able to do that. The efficiency you, to be able to pull that off is insane. Yeah, you know how many threes he's got or no? He's got eight threes. Wow. Wow. This kid is so good. He is just so freaking good. And I know that guy was yelling at him the other day, get on the treadmill, because a lot of people look at him and think he's chunky. I I think he look actually looks like he's in better shape than at any point in his career. Yeah, I would agree with that. He is actually. In, but it, it's one of those things that's very like, you know, it, it's everybody's got a little sensitive spot, and that's a sensitive spot for him. So I think that's what triggered him, to be honest with you. Hmm. Because people have said that. Oh, he needs to be in better shape, blah, 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 yada, yada. You know, well, and he is in the best shape of his career to this point. Wow. What a story. Now. So Booker, you said is is where is Booker at right now? Because I'm I've only got this Dallas Atlanta Uh, game. on. He's at 60. Hang on. I think he stand by. Yeah, he's at 62 now. Okay, And where's that? And that's a two point game with three point four seconds to go. Let me flip to that one. Hold on. We'll do the picks against the spread after. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's only two games, so we'll we'll make not that hard. Right. Exactly. (laughs) We'll make them quick. Yeah. Uh, so this is 133-131 Pacers leading um, with 3.4 seconds to go. So I would imagine Book or Beal looks to be back in the game, so he didn't break his nose. Man, it looked bad earlier. Um, and then KD. So one of those three is going to get the ball. 
you would assume. Guy, I'm not watching that game. I don't have it. You don't have league pass? No, I don't watch. I don't have league pass, no. Oh, Cappy. No, I don't do league pass. I mean, come on. No, I don't do it. That When you do that, then you will graduate from outsider. Yeah, but you know what will happen to me? Is I'll what? get league pass, and, and it'll be like my gym membership. You know, I'll have it, and I'll pay for it, and I won't use it. Well, just pay for it for the year, because it's cheaper, and that way, then at the end of the year, like, you know, you just have it All right, here we go. Year. Down two, Suns, 3.4 seconds to go. Oh, another timeout. Jeez. Now, da- uh, Dallas, uh, the Pacers called timeout. Rick Carlisle calling timeout now. DeJounte Murray, 21 points, five assists, five boards, three for six on threes tonight, 10 points in the fourth quarter. Maybe right, no let, Luka. Let's do uh, – <laughs> yes, nobody's a Luka, though. Uh, Luka is a prodigy, dude. All right, let's do picks against the spread real quick, and then we'll get back to it real quick. Uh, if it break in, I'll, we'll do it. Um, all right, hit the music. Here we go. Cappy, Ravens. Four-point favorites against the Chiefs. Who do you like? So, I follow a handicapping service, George, and early in the week they told me, take the Ravens minus three, jump on it. This was on Monday. Knowing that I'm a procrastinator, as you do, uh, you know that I didn't do that, and now the Ravens are four-point favorites. Mm -hmm. So my gut is telling me to go with the Chiefs, um, but yet, interestingly, this handicapping service that I follow, they predict that Baltimore wins the game by like 7.7 points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they think yeah. that Baltimore wins the game comfortably. Yeah. But I, I got to just go with my gut here. I'm rooting for Baltimore. I hope this is Lamar's time. But I'm going to take Kansas City to cover. Is that your two or your one? I'll make it my one. Okay, fair enough. Uh I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take the Ravens minus the four. That's my one. I just think that... 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I, I don't know. I, I just think that... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Grayson Allen inbounding. He gets it to Booker, who slips in the ground. He gets back up. He turns, fires, and gets blocked. Game over. Aaron shot, missed wide of the mark. Suns lose 133-131 to 131 on the three-point attempt to win it by Devin Booker. And by the way, while that's happening, Luka goes to the basket, scores, has an opportunity for a three-point play with 58 seconds to go. Dallas now 143. Luka hits the free throw. 143-136. And Luka has now scored unofficially. I've got him at 73. 
73 points for Luka. The Mavs just hit another three with Josh Green in the corner. They're up 146 to 138, 36.7 seconds to go. Insane, man. Between play-by-play of car chases, play-by-play of NBA games with massive scoring titles, or, or uh, totals rather, what a, what a night we're having here tonight. Maybe yeah, I'll do would, hockey next. Who would have thought it was Friday? Um, so what anyway. a fortunate moment we find ourselves in. You're damn right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just think the Ravens are going to win this one, Cappy. Like, I, I feel fairly confident that they're going to win. Um, to your point, though, I just don't know. Like, the number growing makes me think that there's probably a better chance Baltimore wins. Well, you've, you've heard the story today, I'm sure. The referee who's going to be ref- officiating this game, home teams only cover like 30% of the time that this ref officiates games. Right. So, you know, people are, are uh, the conspiracy theorists are saying yeah. that the NFL is trying to get Taylor Swift and the Chiefs to the Super Bowl <laughs> by assigning this officiating yeah. crew. So uh, I, this, will, this lead official. I feel yes. like it's not that crazy. So I will give, I mean, Taylor Swift is already involved in all sorts of like fake AI pictures that are all over the internet that, you know, people are going nuts about, which I understand. Um, all right. So Cappy, Lions, Niners. I'm going to go first. Niners, that's my two. I've already expressed multiple times, especially in that earlier this hour, as to why I think the Niners are going to win. I just think they're the better team from top to bottom. I think Brock Purdy will bounce back. He's the best quarterback against the Blitz this year. The Lions blitz a lot. I think Niners roll, cover the seven. That's my two. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Detroit here, um, the, the, in particular because of the line. You know, at seven and a half points, I really like Detroit to cover. Well, no, it's seven right now. Oh, I had it at seven and a half. But okay, that's fine. We can play it at seven. Um, but, but the way I know I'm going to bet it is going to be at seven and a half. But I'll just say this. I don't know that San Francisco is seven points better. They may be. They're at home. It is natural grass. Uh, this is the first time the Lions have ever been in anything like this. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just put – I'm going to go with my heart more so than I'm going to go with my head. I've become a Lions fan since Hard Knocks. I like Dan Campbell. I'm rooting for Jared Goff. I'm taking the Lions, and I'm taking my points. That's my team. Fair enough. Uh, All right, that is uh, our picks against the spread. Cappy, now tell them about your prize picks for tonight. Hopefully you had Luka. I did not have Luka, and right now I've got the Avalanche. one. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Linz, you take it away as I'm watching your Cavs take on the Bucks now on League Pass. Same. Go Cavs. Hang on, hang on. Cleveland! This is for you! Ugh. All right, so... Ugh. Why, why are you making that noise, Cap? Here's why, because... He's anti-Cleveland now, Because you and me, were, we were in lockstep, you know what I mean? We were both Cleveland Browns fans. All right, get over it. But now that I'm not a Browns fan anymore, now I'm, like, disgusted by the whole thing. Okay. Well, Cleveland by the way, Avalanche only... 2, King 0. It's... <laughs> <laughs> we've got the whole gamut covered we're like espn game night tonight no we, we are. Really are we're like espn game night meets world news tonight <laughs> all right so it was just announced that twitter x um has partnered up with mgm resorts international and their online gambling subsidiary bet mgm to bring sports gambling stats to the social media platform uh, specific financial terms of the collaboration have not yet been released, uh, but the intention is to introduce a feature for X that will showcase betting odds and provide a direct link to BetMGM, allowing users to place bets. Is this a big deal or no deal? Sedano? 
Yeah, I mean, a use look. I'm a big believer, and Lindsay, you and I have talked about this for years about the gamification of the internet, right? And I think this is just another step in that direction. And Twitter doing that um, is probably smart because there's not another social media site doing that currently, and they've always lagged in regards to users. Uh, their users are fairly rabid, but they ha- they don't grow their product very much. Like Instagram has, you know, usurped them by a huge amount. TikTok has uh, passed them by a huge amount. Obviously, Facebook has always been more popular. So, like, they need a reason to get more people on the platform. Can you just go back though, Lindsay, to what you said at the very end of it? They're gonna they're teaming up with MGM, and then what was the next part of it? So their intention is to introduce a feature for X. That will showcase betting odds and provide a direct link to BetMGM, allowing users to place bets. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, man. You don't have much to say about that, Ken? Bo- I mean, it's a big it, deal, it, is it, what it, I would it say. It is a big deal. It is a very big deal. I will tell you this right now. I've been working on that uh, for quite some time, as a matter of fact. No, I'm not oh, joking Oh, you're around. just disappointed because someone oh, beat you to it. Well, it's not really beat me to it. I mean, they, they're so big and they've got so much money and they've got so much reach, you know what I mean? Right. But seriously, I've been working on this for quite some time where when somebody uh, clicks on a poll and they say, okay, how are you going right, to bet this game? Uh, you're going to bet the Ravens uh, minus four or the Chiefs plus four. When you click on the Chiefs plus four, the next button is, okay, go place that wager, and it takes you to a spot, and there's a lot of affiliates, where the betting sheet is already actually filled out. So it's not like it's a bad thing. It's actually a good thing because it kind of validates what I know I've been working on. Yeah. So, But, but again, you can't compete with Elon with, with the sort of money and reach that he's got. Cappy, you want me to fight Elon? He wanted to fight Zuckerberg. I'd kick his ass. Well, I mean, you need to get back into the gym and start working on your karate. All I'd have to do is stretch for a few weeks. I could, I, the, the, you don't forget how to fight. Like, you know, I'm not saying I, didn't, I, I don't need some training still, like somebody like physically to get in a ring with me and fight a little bit. But the, the, honestly, the thing I am, I am weakest at these days is I no longer have the flexibility that I once had even 10 years ago. I'll tell you this. Um, I think it'd make for a nice fight. I'd like to see it. I mean, and then what I'd do is I'd have Beto call it. Right. I do. I do like the Rogan color commentary of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so Beto Beto does the play by play. I would I'll do definitely the- take Elon. I mean, he thinks Zuckerberg would be. A, I. I. There's no question. Okay. Well, put the challenge. No question Ooh. in my mind. Put, put oh, the challenge. Yeah, too. Are you a black that. belt, George? Yeah. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and. Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I haven't actually fought someone in at least. I mean, the last time I even trained was like a decade ago. So but I wonder, you don't forget. 
You don't forget that stuff. Well, like you, you don't forget how to fight. Right. I wonder if we put you, a black belt who hasn't trained in ten years, up against in a sparring match up against my twelve year old nephew who just got his what was it his blue belt. Yeah. His purple belt? You, you I mean, he's a 12-year-old your nephew kid. to get hurt I mean, real bad? I mean, yeah. <laughs> no. I don't, I'm just saying he's just fresh off of, yeah. like, two two belts away from the yeah. black belt. That's all. I mean, Just a okay. sparring match. So, you know? George, yeah. so fight the kid. I'm not fighting no, the fight kid. Him. Are you crazy? Uh, yeah. Come just on, just a Come on. Just don't fight really him and kick his little ass. fight in karate where you, like, you don't really, like, you know, I mean, when you're sparring. <laughs> just fight him. Fight that little rascal. I, I will. I, How about I would, like a, a kata Well, but you want me to spar him is what you want me to do. Yeah, that's what I said. Sparring is not a fight. That's what I said. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that I do. I think Cap wants to see a fight, not a spar. Cap, no, I'm not going to fight a 12-year-old. Cap, when like are you going to gonna, uh, break the board over your with your hand in studio here? I'm waiting for you to bring in the boards. Well, and I mean, there's no way you're doing that. There's just no way. What do you mean? It's not no that way. hard, DeAndre. It's really about where you hit the board. Really? Yeah, I mean, if my again, if my 12 year old nephew can do it, I feel like Cap yeah, it's do not it. that hard. DeAndre, oh, I what I think that. would be cool is is for George to start getting himself back into shape for this fight against Elon Musk. <laughs> It'd be good if you got into the ring with him and you just used your size and your weight. So we could see what George could do against a much bigger dude who maybe doesn't have the same sort of training. There's, there's no chance. There's no chance much. what? I, I, Sedano would take me down, man. I oh, mean, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, these guys and like mixed martial arts and all that stuff, man. Well, he's like not the a mixed martial artist. But I'm saying just in general. Well, but I do field, know how to grapple too. I mean, I didn't. I never like fought MMA, but I mean, I know I know how to grapple. DeAndre, just jump on him, man, and hold him down. <laughs> no, it, I mean, it don't work like that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, anybody can get the thing about it. Look, the thing about fights and what we've seen in like mixed martial arts is anybody can get popped in the right place and it's over. It doesn't matter if you've been training for 100 years or if you don't know how to train. You get hit in the right spot. You're going down. It don't matter who you are. I mean, DeAndre, you got a heavyweight puncher's chance. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't mind getting in the ring or but doctor, Elon, or whatever who is. is in who is not in good shape. Like you know, DeAndre's different. He's twenty five years old. He's twenty years younger than I am, <laughs> and he's much stronger than me. So you know, DeAndre hits me, I could absolutely go down. Elon, no chance. Elon like claims he's in great fighting shape. No way. Have you seen? What I know that dude you're looks right. Like? I agree with you. I'm just saying he claims he trains and he's like he could fight. Like he, I mean. Just right, well, I, I, like I would love challenge. to see that. I would love I like, to see that. I challenge. like the challenge. I would love it. Zuckerberg and Elon never happened, but Sedano is challenging Elon Musk. And Elon, I know you're listening right now, driving around in a Tesla, using the uh, the 710 app. And you know what? My man Sedano says he's gonna kick your ass. I mean, I could definitely take Elon. I don't think there's any question. By the way, I think it's now three nothing Avalanche over the Kings. My gosh. Oh, there you go. Um, meanwhile, the Cavs are uh, trailing by five, although Dean Wade just hit a three, so it's now a two-point game with 7.25 to go in the third. Wow, it's only the first period. I mean, one thirty to go in the first, and the Avs all over yeah, that's the Kings. Yeah, that, that, that might be over, to be honest, already. No, that's not true. There's a lot more scoring in hockey these days. Anyway, go ahead, Linz, one more. All right, so famous actress Alyssa Milano has seen a lot of backlash over one of her recent social media posts. So last night... She posted a GoFundMe page to pay for her son's baseball team to go to Cooperstown this summer. You know, innocent post. It's like, oh, my son's baseball team's raising money for their Cooperstown trip. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. You can read more about the team and make a donation here. Well, people started just going after her on social media saying she's reportedly worth $10 million. Why isn't she helping fund this trip? She's worth so much money. Why doesn't she just pay for it herself? And she's also married to like the head of CAA, uh, Creative Artist Agency, and he's also worth a lot of money, too. So anyway, she's getting all kinds of backlash on social media for posting a fundraiser, despite being a multimillionaire. Is this a big deal or no deal? I, I think it's a big deal. I'll tell you why. 
a lot of times when you're trying to get your little league team to Cooperstown, it you these teams are not from. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but you know they're not always necessarily from affluent neighborhoods. And so, you know, getting a team to Cooperstown, you got all the kids plus the parents. And a lot of times if they make a deep run, parents have to take off multiple multiple weeks from work. There's hotel stays, there's meals. So I've been part of many fundraisers for Little League teams. And I've always felt like I'm not going to do it for the team from, you know, this fancy part of town where everybody's got their own money. But I am going to work hard when it's from a part of town where these people, it's a real struggle because this was not part of their annual budget, you know. And I actually kind of think it is a bit shameful for somebody who's who's considered rich and famous to go out there looking for donations for their little league team. I I don't like it. I think it's I think it's very distasteful. It's a little tone deaf, is what I would call. It. I don't know if I'd go that far as distasteful, but it, it is a little tone deaf. I would say. Um, you know, and, and look, I get it. Um, there are fundraisers all the time. Uh, for for events particularly with kids but in that situation it's like come on you can afford it just pay for it you yeah I mean, I mean I'm sure where does their kid go to school like to Cappy's point the neighborhood that they grew up with I'm sure they're not struggling uh dead meow says that Shidano may pop a hammy like Momo trying to sweep D money have 911 on the phone <laughs> <laughs> hey dead meow uh that's good listening that means you've been listening to the show now for three hours Great job by you, man. Uh, DNAT says, why Sedano does not do actual games play-by-play is strange because the man is phenomenal. Uh, I do. Uh, college football, actually. So there you go. And some ESPN radio. NBA, I was going to say, aren't you doing radio. a, an NBA yeah. coming up? Yeah, I do. I have a game coming up. Well, in March. Yeah, March. I mean, I got to tell you, honestly, I mean, your football's all right, but your 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 car chasing is way better. I mean, if if John Ireland started the car chase channel like he wanted to, I'd be his guy. Yeah, I mean, you'd be the a you'd be the A team. I'd be the Mike Breen. No, I was thinking that you know you'd be more like the Kevin Burkhart. Oh, the, would that make you the Tony Romo cap? Um, I'd have to like make predictions. Like, I I think I I, I think George he I think he's gonna turn left, George. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was not terrible actually. <laughs> All right, that is big deal. No deal each and every day at approximately six thirty. Usually a lot later. That's just kind of the way it goes. Mm-hmm. But first, speaking of that trip in March, where I'm going to be calling some games, NBA games. Cappy, you'll be uh, you'll be there at Yamava. First game kicks off at noon. Second game at three thirty. At the nine oh nine. I am literally going to be there all day. Um, I actually I got a hotel room at Yamava on Saturday night, mm-hmm. and. Um, under the assumption that I would go up there, I'd stay Saturday night, I'd get up, I'd go use that beautiful gym at Yamava, get a nice workout in, and then I'll just start feeding my fat face all day and uh, and drinking all day, you know what I mean? Hang out yeah. with the circle of trust. So mm-hmm. that's the game plan. Good for you, Cappy. What do you yeah. got for dealer's choice before we go? Well, I'll start off dealer's choice by saying this. First and foremost, um, that Subaru, I just want to tell everybody, this weekend oh, yeah. you're out... You're out thinking about a new car. You know, a lot of people look for new cars on the weekends because they want to go to dealerships. They want to be hands-on. They want to drive them. If you're out and about this weekend, go to your local L.A. Subaru retailer and ask to see that new Subaru Solterra. It's their first-ever electric vehicle. I talk about it all the time, all the modern technology, Wi-Fi, Apple CarPlay. Um, I also talk about being able to off-road. 